Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. You guys, if you are waiting to have a good day and for you, you've defined a good day as everything going right, you will never have a good day ever. That's true. In your life. Because on your best days, there is stuff that goes wrong. And the people who are like, I'm just living my best life, it's because they've accepted everything that goes wrong Mm -hmm. on a good day. That's all. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. 
Good morning and welcome to another episode of Questionably Awesome. And I am sitting here with my co-host, Helga. Helga. (laughs) I love when Helga comes out. Is that your alter ego? I don't know, but she seems cool. Well, let's bring her onto the show. Helga's here and she's not taking any shnikes. What would Helga's personality be like? Is that your alter ego? Is she come out in the bedroom or the boardroom? The boardroom. (laughs) I feel like Helga would be a little aggressive in the bedroom, which is great. I'm Helga. I'm Helga. Give me one I picture while. like a big massage therapist. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Me too. She'd be great in both rooms, to be honest. I agree. I feel like she'd get the party started in both. 100%. <laughs> I believe in Helga. I believe in her too. And if you haven't noticed already, if you are one minute into this podcast, this is the episode where we answer your questions in a ridiculous and wise fashion. So mostly wise. Mostly super wise. So <laughs> if you are not into ridiculousness, I highly suggest suggest. That's someone who is in fancy clothes suggesting something. <laughs> I suggest that you go to a different interview because this is gonna drive you bananas. <laughs> Banana nuts. Bread. Banana nuts. It's baking right now. That sounds so good and it's almost fall. What are you making for fall? What's something you love? What's your fall? What's your fall flavor? You know, I just, it's it's so funny because people don't know this. If you don't live in California, I had no idea. But September, October, and November are are typically our super hot months. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, fall and sweaters. And we're like, I am sweating my nuts off, but I'm still drinking this hot pumpkin latte yeah because we just want to be like we're we're fall too even though we're we want fall totally not like all summer was like in the 60s and kind of chilly and like the Cloudy. marine layer you guys the marine layer is like this fog layer that rolls in off the ocean yeah and it makes everything super gray so we have something yeah. called may gray every morning you wake up it's really gray and foggy and then in june it's called june gloom and then in july we were like what is this july we don't even we don't have a rhyme for it. We didn't know what to do. July ain't dry. It's moist in the air. I don't know. Moist. Moist. Don't say that word. I mean, I don't mind it, but people just don't love it. Unless yeah. it comes to banana bread. Banana bread, the good thing about banana bread, you can make it in all seasons. Every season. There's never a time when someone's like, Do you want some banana bread? And you're like, No, not really. No, not really. That sounds gross. No, not my friend. Yeah. I get that if you're like, look, you know, kind of just not eating as much bread. Fine. Acceptable. But if you are are eating bread, you're going to say yes to banana bread. You're going to make a sandwich out of it. Hey, have you ever thought of making a peanut butter and banana and honey sandwich in between banana bread? Honestly, I can't even imagine how good that is. I'm not even kidding. No, what if we cut them up and those were like little mini appetizers? Like, you know what I mean? If you had like yes. little tiny bites like on a plate and you just yeah. made like banana bites and had like a girl's like event. Oh, that would be so great. <laughs> like a little slumber party thing. Yes, totally. I would love that. I would come. What would be the drink that would go with that? Mm, it had me so it had to be something like not that sweet, I think. Yeah, it'd have to be a neutralizer. Maybe like a hottie toddy. I like how you think. <laughs> I really do. I just, I, I really want to crawl inside that brain. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, how are you? Lori? Oh, I'm great. 
I mean, like, really? I can say that with 100% accuracy. You seem great. Yeah, very happy coming out of a winter. Mm -hmm. And it's because I kept asking myself the question, what is something that you would do if you had all the money in the world and all the time in the world, which I don't. And I got some really great answers asking that for six months straight. Now I got a thousand different answers, but I realized that if I just go with one, I'm going to be happy because it's about creating a great day. And no matter what, you're going to eat shit sandwiches throughout the day. So I just have to pick my flavor. And you know what? Those shit sandwiches are actually made with banana bread. Then that's a good shit sandwich that you can get through. It is because the middle's like, "Mm, not so good. (laughs) I overdid it. I overdid it. But the bread (laughs) makes it worth it. Yeah. It's sandwiched in between those two pieces. Don't forget about that. I'm not forgetting about it. I want one. How have you been? I'm great. I feel like a little, I feel lighter. Yeah. Tell me why. Because we were talking about this. Because I, I moved from a situation that wasn't the best for me. Yeah. And it feels better. Can you tell me why emotionally, just like how you felt every day? Like, what are those signals? <sighs> like, was it waking up tired? Was it yes. feeling? Yeah, that's huge. And, and you're like, home I'm tired. doing all the right things, but I'm still super tired because this is not lighting my soul on fire over and over and over. Yes. Like, I really want you to share because I feel like you are in so many people's positions right now mm-hmm. of like, being afraid to move on to something else. Now I know that you had something set up, but can you just explain that journey again? Yes. Um, I was feeling very sad, um, heavy, just would get home from work and felt like, oh, I'm exhausted, even Mm -hmm. though I had no reason to be exhausted. And I just dreaded every day. Mm. And that gets to you. Sure does. (laughs) That kind of messes with your head. So I have a question between that because I've definitely had days where I'm in my dream job, but I'm dreading every day, but some Mm -hmm. things needed to change. Mm -hmm. So how would you, did you try to reframe? Did you try to do work around it? And like, it was still a signal or what did that look like? Yes. I tried to have a good, and this is not to say that there, I met so many wonderful people and No, that's not what we're saying. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. It wasn't like a toxic environment. It wasn't any of those things. It was just like not a soul fit. Exactly. Not a soul fit. Okay. And so I tried, I tried some different things. And then when I finally got the guts to say, I don't think this is working and what else can I do? And the answer was, there's really nothing else. Yeah. So that's okay to move on. So when did the opportunity for this other um, job right now come? How do you think that opened up for you? Was it because you started opening your ears or because you put an intention out or were you praying or what were all the things that you did? Oh, that's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Well, he'd kind of talked Doesn't to it? me. It really is. <laughs> he talked to me about it back in the summer, but I was convinced it wasn't really happening. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> and then I just started thinking about it and I definitely prayed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and then You just ask for signs and all those things. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the signs don't come. So you just have to get your butt in the office where you need to go and ask the question. Yep. I was like, show me a butterfly right now if I should do this. Do you ever do that? Yes. (laughs) And nothing comes. And I'm like, like, oh, (laughs) maybe I shouldn't. No, you guys, that's not how it works. Every sign will come as a crazy surprise. You'll be yeah. like saying something and all of a sudden your butterfly will appear or something else will appear. Yeah. But it will not, it just doesn't work that way. Like if you're like, show me an owl eating a raspberry. <laughs> like not gonna. <laughs> but we all want that so badly. You know, I At want least... that really bad. 
I want to just watch an owl eat a raspberry Me because too. I feel like it would just like, and like it would bleed all down its face and it'd be so cute. Like maybe it would use its foot. Yeah. I don't have cute little owl glasses on. Oh my God. It'd be licking a lollipop and then <laughs> Nicki Minaj would come in and be like, how many? Wait, that's little Kim. Little Kim would come and be like, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a lollipop? So show me that sign. That's how I know. Yeah, that's how I know to move forward. After if all those things happen, then I'm going to take some action. Look, I have a lot of faith in my creator, but he has not shown me an owl eating a raspberry with Nicki Minaj coming with a lollipop and singing. I am losing faith. <laughs> oh, but it's oh. true. You just want someone to help you. And that's what we... I am not even kidding you. We ye of little faith. And this is where I say to myself sometimes, I actually say that weird quote. Yeah. I think it's from the Bible. <laughs> ye of little faith. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that sometimes when I hear myself being like, oh, this must not be it because it's hard. Or I got this yeah. mean email or I don't know the way or I'm mm-hmm. not sure I'm not good enough. And then I'm like, ye of little faith. Yeah. And it makes me feel really good. Like I'm on the Mount of Olives. Mount yeah. Olives? Mount Olives. I don't That's so wrong. <laughs> It's been a while, okay? It's been a while. I don't even know, but it sounds great to I'm, me. I'm sweating. All right. So, do you have a quote? Yeah, I think you'll really like this one. Let me hear it. It says, if you're able to believe in Santa Claus for like eight years, you can believe in yourself for like five minutes. <laughs> that is so fitting for our for what we just talked about. Yeah. Wow. Believe in yourself and have faith. Yeah. You have little faith. You have little faith. You used to believe in Santa Claus and right. the Easter Bunny. That is creepy. And the Tooth Fairy. Oh, I hope your kids aren't in the car. I know. Just kidding. There. Santa Claus is real. All right. So, <laughs> you know, I never believed in Santa Claus because it wasn't in my really? religion. So to all the kids who did, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. What is that? Why are you? That is not real. <laughs> I wasn't like that. Okay. So this is by Frederick Nietzsche. It's oh. it's German. So Frederick Nietzsche. It's by Chase Jarvis. He was just on the podcast actually, and it's called Creative Calling. Oh, I'm excited to listen to that one. Uh, it's good. I really, I think I actually thought of you. And actually this is your book because I got a second one in the mail. What? Yeah. Really? So there you go. Here's a present. I'm handing you a book right now because Thank I got you. two of them. You're welcome. I think one went to Chris and one went to me because he was on our podcast. So we're reading one at a time. Wow. So there you go. So this quote says, no artist tolerates reality. And I don't. Like mm-hmm. when people are like, oh, you know, I'm a realist. I'm like, ooh, that's got to go. Yeah. Because no, nothing outside of anything you've already done mm-hmm. is going to come into your new Space, which is what is required in order to get a different outcome. So yes. if you're a realist and you're not willing to go outside of the lines of what you've created for yourself that you think is real, mm-hmm. or like, I need this certain job, or the only way to do this is to go to college, or the only way to do that is to do this, like, not going to work. Because the only way that anything has ever worked for me is a completely different route than I ever thought. Ain't like, that the truth? So different. Like you're in a job you really like right now. Like yeah. you're like, this is really cool. I'm having so much fun. So did random. you ever expect no to be even 
doing what you're doing at the shop? No, I'm working at a dating app. That's exactly. so weird. And so awesome. Yeah. Like your job description and the things you've done sounds so much fun. It's so much fun. And you're the best personality for it. It's great. Ever. Ever. <laughs> Evans and I were singing a song like as she was coming in here. What was it? Honk, honk it out. Honk, honk, honk it out. Honk it, honk. honk. Get out. Don't ask me when it started, but sometimes we just crawl inside each other's brains and start singing songs about honking. We could be jingle makers and I love the word honk. Let's be jingle makers. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the movie Britney Runs a Marathon? No, you asked me this last time. She really wants to write jingles. That's what made me think. Oh, and she sings really cute ones. Oh my God. It's so funny because my sister wanted to be a jingle singer when she was little. Really? So she would be like, she would learn all of them and be like, Lee, press on nails. They press on in seconds. No glue, no stick. (laughs) And then she'd sing the song. That's amazing. (laughs) I don't know the song. Um, Oh, 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 Riley. And and here's the thing about those. You don't they stay them. in your head all day, all damn day. And you're like, I'm singing about a tire company. Yeah. Or, Those jingle, they don't get enough credit for what they do. Don't you feel like we should come up with one for questionably awesome? Yes. <gasps> Let's do we'll that. Do and that. we'll sing it in the beginning. Yeah. I think people just got excited or, or decided to go write a review. <laughs> just kidding. I hope you write a good one. Speaking, Speaking of, of review. Of, let's do it. Okay. We are. We got to work on that. This is from, we're going to get better. This is from Maria Venus. Maria Venus. Why didn't my mom name me a cool name? Seriously, God, Lori Moon and stars. You're going to really like this one. Evans Universe. Lori's podcast has been so life changing for me. She's been helping me navigate my life for a couple of years now. And her content is always so relative, inspiring, and exactly what I need at the time I listen. Her objective approach, transparency, vulnerability, and vibrant sense of humor make her relatable while helping you realize that we are all human and that we can all reach amazing levels of purpose and prosperity in all forms. Whoa. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for continuing to show up, creating awareness, and helping us challenge ourselves to live bigger lives. I mean, wow. So that is freaking amazing. And thank you for that review. And please write an email to customerservice at lauriharder.com so I can send you something really freaking awesome because you are awesome for putting your energy into that. That made our day. And I have to just say, like, look at what happens when you decide to be yourself. Mm -hmm. That would have never happened if I was still comparing myself and trying to be perfect because I guess two years of listening to Questionably Awesome will have you eating some good banana bread. Yeah. I mean, some good... Good Get shiz. ready. Buckle up. <laughs> Something else, but oh. I buckle up. That's hilarious. I'll share later. Okay. Um, so how about a cue? Okay. These are about purpose, which is great for what we're talking wow. about. Yeah. That's amazing. This one is from Atte Pelletier. How do you separate and clarify your purpose from passion? Hmm. Purpose Tate versus Pelletier. passion. How do I separate? Okay, so the mm. ultimate goal is one and the same, mm-hmm. purpose and passion. The best question you can ask yourself, and I literally just read this in this book of this person who's talking all about answer, how to answer your creative calling in life, mm-hmm. is to ask, how do I monetize my passion? Like, I don't think there's a right. separation. You're not going to be able to jump into monetizing your passion immediately. Mm-hmm. So I highly suggest looking at what really... Because here's the deal. Like, we were just talking about this. If you're not passionate about it, 
your body will give you all the signs that you have no energy. Yeah. So even though there are times that that what I do is so freaking hard and I want to cry and I'm like, why in the hell am I doing this? And I want to move to an island and be like, this is so not worth it. I still at least like have the energy and desire to be like, yeah, but if not this, what? And right. I get very clear and I, you know, reframe and I can go back to it and I can do, I can reframe the mundane and get excited about it because of the exciting things I get to do that come along with my passion. Amen. So there's going to be 50 to 70% mundane things that you don't love to do that come with your passion, but that other 20, 30% is going to like really pull you through because it energizes you because it is your passion. Yeah. So I think that you have to find something that is one and the same. And sometimes you also have to realize that on the way to your main passion, you're going to be doing things that aren't your main passion, but you're passionate about. So like you at your job right now, yes. you love people, mm-hmm. you love you know seeing how different things work and like learning different things. And so you're passionate about certain certain things within yes. that job. And probably it also, I don't know if you get to really be yourself there or... Yeah. And that's also something a personality like you and I are very passionate about is yes. do I get to show up as myself at this particular juncture that I'm at in my life? Great so call out. I just really think that you want to merge them, but also realize in the beginning of figuring what that is out, you're not going to be like, this is my passion. Like I've had many, many passions along the way Mm -hmm. that I hope actually never end. Like when I'm 70, 80, 90, I really hope to be doing something that I am passionate about, but I don't know what that is. So it evolves. So how about you? What do you think? I would agree. I think I'm still trying to figure out what my passion is because- I love hearing that. You know? Yeah. Because I love a lot of different things, but what kind of lights my fire? I don't have one. Yeah. I think people are like, how do I figure this out? I'm like, do the one that's the low hanging fruit right now because Mm -hmm. you're not going to be like, oh, my passion is speaking on stages and starting this company. Okay, good luck starting that right now. So figure out one that is going to help you Mm -hmm. and be a part of that journey because you have a million puzzle pieces that you have to fit in before you can have that big picture. Oh, I like that. Uh I really Like like every piece of your life is a puzzle that's going into the big puzzle to complete the picture. And like, if we don't look at it like that as pieces and celebrate each piece. Yeah then we're just never going to complete that puzzle. And Evans, you and I know all about puzzles from the Oprah cruise. Yes, we love puzzles. 4 p.m., everybody went up to the high deck and did puzzles for hours. I've never seen anything like it. And that's when we would get our almond lattes. It was amazing. That was You and I, we got in a schedule. We'd go up, have our almond milk lattes, do a little work, watch the puzzle makers. Yep. Just real, t- take it nice and easy. Talk to that one woman who was a naturalist. She was really cool. Remember that lady? She knitted, know? right? Yeah, she was the yeah. knitter. Oh, yeah. She was amazing. Yeah. She was on that cruise ship for months at a time. That's crazy. Yeah. And then we'd go and do trivia and have Prosecco, have di- uh, have dinner <laughs> and go to bed. Retirement was great. I loved my retirement week with you. <laughs> I mean, love hated, but you know. Yeah. It's interesting being on a boat for a really long time in that schedule. It is. On a rocky boat. Um, (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) I actually freaking like it was the the greatest experience. I agree. So next question. (laughs) The next question is, oh, this is from CBello4410. How do you figure out your purpose? I know I'm here for greater things, but I don't know what. You got to start doing what yes. you're what you're even remotely interested in. Be like, that could be interesting. That's the only answer you need. Yep. 
what did you say about this dating app? And here's what I know. Like are working for this company. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be something so valuable for your next venture or yes. this venture. Like you're either going to create something within this space that you're mm-hmm. going to move up in mm-hmm. um, because you're going to keep asking like, oh, this could be interesting. Or you're going to keep saying that this could be interesting. Follow that. Right. That is what will get you into a, like a winning purpose or winning position or filling in that next gap or that next piece at every, like, I'm so in love that you are on this journey because I feel like this is so cool to be able to document it for people mm-hmm. and show them what it looks like. Like, okay, she wasn't happy yeah. here. Now she's happy over here. And what is she learning and what's going on? And I can't wait to just keep tracking the journey because this is how it yeah. looks. Like follow what could be interesting and what the energy is. Like Liz Gilbert says, follow your curiosities. All I've ever done. Right. I have taken the weird, some of the weirdest pivots and the best pivots and been like, okay, what would be interesting now? Because I am bored and have no energy. Now, here's where super successful people like still like make this happen. Mm -hmm. There will be super irritating, boring parts of every job. Yes. And it depends if you pivot right away, go into something new and you like you, you can't just like how you found something new before you quit your other job. Yes. You can't just quit and sit at home and be like, what's interesting? You probably yeah. won't get your answer. And you'll I highly probably lose your house. Lose your house and your mind. Yeah. Because nothing, you can't just give up on where you're at and be mm-hmm. like, yeah, if I quit this, something great is going to come. You have to be like, I'm either quitting this to go full force here or I'm quitting this because I have something else lined up. Yes. And I just think you have to stay in momentum and like whether it's with a job or whether it's with a company. And if you don't have something right now, just get out there. Like just get out there and make it happen because that will definitely happen. I'm just saying best um, practices are Mm -hmm. not to be like, I'm going to quit and think it's going to come home, you know, come to my, come visit my home as I'm watching, you know, Maury Povich. (laughs) Not going to happen unless Maury Povich interests you and you want to be on that show. Then that would be R&D. Like there's a point where I was like, yeah, because my company's like, um, a, like a female centric alcohol company. Yeah, and there's a point where I have to be like, drinking this is no longer R and D. Nope, every day. Yeah, I mean technically it is because Technic- at least I can be like, well, let me tell you how I felt the next morning because I want to negate this. Yeah, <laughs> what was in here or was it just the mere consumption? I don't know. <laughs> Did we answer that one? I think so. It's that maybe um, your purpose doesn't come like... I think it's different for everyone. I'm, I mean, I have no clue. Bottom line, I have no clue. I gotta be honest. I, I think that my purpose is just creating things I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing. My purpose is literally to learn how to show up so myself that it gives permission to for other people to be themselves. And my purpose is also to follow whatever is interesting and monetize it and see how big I can make that go. And that's it. I yes. don't have a particular purpose. I just don't. And the attachment to the idea that purpose is going to come down and just anoint you and be like, Lightning bolt. here's who you are and it's going to give you all of this significance and you're yeah. finally going to feel like you have something awesome to say at dinner parties. Good luck. My God, love yourself. Like, be just as content being like, I am a mime and I'm going to get up and show you some mime work at this dinner party, even if it's with the most interesting people in the world. Like, be the most interesting mime. 
Yeah. Get over yourself. I'm so sick of people thinking like purpose is going to come down and and like be that butterfly that lands on their nose and has a scroll in its in its a little front hand and it's scroll. like I've got your purpose. <laughs> it's time to read it. I'm your purpose butterfly. <laughs> I really hope my purpose butterfly comes. God, it's not coming. <laughs> It is but, not coming. You know what helps me sometimes? What? Is when I'm like, I don't know what, what am I doing here? What's my purpose? Those little things you do every day, your everyday things like, okay, I'm talking to the front desk person at the mm-hmm. yoga studio, at the, to the, my neighbor. Maybe those little interactions, you're trying to be a good person in general. That's still purpose. It's so much purpose. And I have to tell you, I've had interactions with people, complete strangers on the street who have like rocked my world and literally said things that have changed my life and made me drop into the present and just be like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Like, I don't even know this person. And I can tell that they're trying to show up as just an amazing person adding value. Mm -hmm. And it has completely like pivoted or changed how I feel about certain things. So It's just so crazy how every single day can be so purposeful if you show up and you're like, how can I add value to someone today? Yeah. Like you could legitimately change how somebody feels about people, which could change their whole life. Yes. Which could save lives, to be quite honest with you. It really could. You never know what someone's going through. You never know. And I have to tell you, social media just makes you so aware that so many people are struggling. Yes. And we have the opportunity every day. Like some people want to make these big changes or start these companies over it. And I'm like, what if we just started in our own backyard? Like, what if we just really started by being like, how could I, you know, just show up better for my friends right now? Like Mm -hmm. who needs support right now? That is so powerful. And then sometimes the purpose butterfly does come with a scroll. Yep. And it's like, you know what? This has been really powerful for you to show up for these people. How could you, you know, start this passion where you actually support people of a high level or you support people like your friends in a way that Mm -hmm. is helping them change their lives or change their businesses. It's just crazy. That's how it ends up showing up. Yeah, it's random. It's so random. And you start doing the work like within your own life and then... All of a sudden, the world starts showing you opportunities. That's crazy. Yeah. And I <laughs> all I it. want is a butterfly with a scroll in its hand now. <laughs> I really hope one comes. Me too. <laughs> okay. Here's an, Do you want another one? Yeah, we got some. We're like, time is expanding right now. It's the weirdest thing. I feel like this has been such a long podcast and I'm like, it's 26 minutes. Yeah, we'll ask another one. Let's do it. This is from At Wondering Her Back Road. Wait, wandering her back Wandering her back road. That's really cute. It is cute. Did you ever feel like you had to leave someone behind to commit to your purpose? Oh, hell yes. I left a whole (laughs) bus, a whole party bus. I mean, and that's not a lie. Like we used to, like it could, I can literally see every person on this party bus. Yeah. So freaking wasted and drunk, which, hey, no judgment. It's, that's a good time sometimes. Yes, it is. But- like four nights a week, six nights a week, seven nights a week. Not okay. Don't start to mess with um, you. That will start to bring you down depression lane. Yeah. On that yeah. bus. So, um, you know, there were, and in and, and every point, yeah, you're going to have to leave people behind. You have to leave jobs behind. You have to, you have to leave good people behind to follow your purpose. Because once you pivot, and I'm not saying you're ditching them. Nope. I'm saying there's not going to be as much time for certain things and certain people because you are pivoting. And yeah. You know, as you start new things, if you are, let's say that you have worked for someone for years and it was amazing, but you know, you want to start a new business, you can't 
like those same people aren't going to get you to the level you want in a new business. So you have to start hanging around people who have had businesses all Mm -hmm. of the time. They need to start being the people that you eat lunch with, that you, um, if you're going to go to cocktails, if you're going to have meetings with, if you're going to, even your free time is sometimes going to be around those people. Of course, you're going to have the people who really fill your soul, but we have to know that people will go in buckets. Like if those um, past people are still people that really recharge your soul, awesome. Definitely make time for them, but there probably won't be as much time. But right. that will come with a conversation like, hey, I love you so much. All right, right now I'm pivoting. So it would mean the world to me to keep this relationship up, even though I'm super busy. Um, and I know you understand because this is totally new and it's all new stuff. But yeah. how about we put a date down for like once a month, like lunch date where we really just drop in and catch each other up? Like that's that. how you keep those. Like you and I have every Thursday morning. Yeah. Which and actually, I love it. Oh my God, I love it. And we don't do a ton outside of this, but I feel nope. so caught up that I get to talk to you every Thursday. Me too. It's really special. It's super special. And it's like 30 minutes of massive drop-in. And then like, you have to realize like, it doesn't have to be something big sometimes with people. It can nope. be like a quick drop-in and you feel so good that it's like recharging and that's how it works. So yeah, sometimes it's just nice to send a quick little voice memo thing. I love those voice memo I things. I love those. Oh, those they are, are nice. the best. I love getting them. Like they just are like, hmm, yeah. I still love. Just thinking about you. Throwing a love, love oh, note. Yeah. It's the best. I think we have time for one more. Ooh, I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> this is from at Sig Fitbits. Sig's Fitbits. Awesome. How do you know if it's your purpose for right now or your forever purpose? I don't think there is a forever purpose. Yeah, I feel like it changes. I don't know. Shoot, I don't know. Why would we lock ourselves in like that? I have to be super honest. If you're like, I have this amazing clothing store and it's going so successful and it's a brick and mortar. What if in 10 years, nobody shops like that? Then you're for yeah. your connection and your like, what what's the word like non ability to like change? Please yeah. help me. Uh, you're stubborn. You're. I don't know if the word exists. Um, <laughs> sometimes I forget very you're small, not flexible. Simple. Yeah, like your inability to be flexible and your um, like gripping to what you think that outcome needs to be. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be screwed. Yeah. So I think just the uh, oh the, the attachment. Like if you are ever attached to anything, especially your purpose, you are going to cause yourself a lot of pain because I'm even aware like this next thing I'm doing is totally like, yeah, it's my purpose for right now. Mm -hmm. But you're going to get so good at something that that's going to be better served elsewhere than in your current like thing that you're working on or current position. So you can either like just you can't be attached. Because everything's evolving and seasons and changing. Everything's always changing. Why do we have to put... Why do we try to make everything certain? And I know why. It's a stupid thing to say out loud. Because we want it. Because we want to feel certain about our lives and like, this is how I'm going to feel safe for the rest of my life until I die. Yeah. Oh my God. So how do... What's something you do to kind of give yourself certainty in an uncertain time? I really lean into my faith around like, God, my creator around like, no matter what comes my way, it is meant for my evolution. It's going to bring something better. Even if it feels like the worst, darkest times ever, I will maybe not bring something better sometimes if it's loss of a loved one, but I will Mm -hmm. get through it and I will use whatever they left me to create new purpose for other people or help other people. And that is the only thing that gets me through. And I mean, 
I don't think there is anything else, but you have to lean into your faith or create faith or know that your purpose is to help other people. And that's all you can ever do because it's the attachment to wanting something to be a certain way and thinking that your happiness is going to only rely on if you feel certain. That's where the unhappiness comes from. Yeah. So really falling in love with uncertainty and knowing that this journey is just wild. Changing. And thank God, because even if you were like, this is my forever purpose, guess what? That thing that you think is keeping you safe is going to be so damn boring. Fast forward 10 years to when your life is totally different and you're like, wow, I have some very different interests. Yeah. And you're like, but now I'm stuck here. I am stuck making this t-shirt. I'm stuck teaching people how to ride horses. Yeah. Or... And you're like, I can't watch another person mount this horse. Yeah. I just can't take it. Can't do it anymore. So what do you think? I agree. I think faith is very important. And those little rituals that you have, Mm. those daily rituals, I think really help. Like if I'm like, oh, I'm so, I'm in such a bad place, but at least I know like I can go to this yoga class. Mm -hmm. I can sit here and read this book. I can go on a walk. You have to have those. Yeah. Those are actually like some of the most important because even when you feel the worst, yeah, those things are the only things that I'm like, I know that if I just keep doing these, even if it's been 60 days in a row and I still feel no different. Come on, we've had that. Yes, I'm going through it right now. I'm like, oh, for the love. Yeah, just go do your things. It's called the human experience. So if mm-hmm. you are waiting to feel happy all the time, Okay, I just talked about this at our mastermind and it was so refreshing to so many people about how you guys, if you are waiting to have a good day and for you, you've defined a good day as everything going right, you will never have a good day ever. That's true. In your life. Because on your best days, there is stuff that goes wrong. And the people who are like, I'm just living my best life, it's because they've accepted everything that goes wrong Mm -hmm. on a good day. That's all. I don't know. That's all, Evan. I agree. Every good day has bad in it. So, and I'm grateful for it because it contrasts the good. I'm like, oh, look at that bad thing over there. It's spotlighting all of this good stuff. Like, no joke. You walk on Montana. I'm having the best walk of my life listening to this great song. And I'm like, why are there fire trucks down there? Yeah. Why are there assault rifles over there? That just happened a couple weeks ago. And I was like, okay, but I'm not going to let this armed robbery totally throw off my whole day and freak me out. That was only five or seven blocks away from me. Right. Like I didn't even let it. I was like, okay, that stuff happens. You know what? They're taking precautions and I'm like, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. This is life. So you just can't be like, oh, now I'm so scared and this is free. Like, okay, take precautions, move forward. So, you know, armed robbery or not. Yeah, take precautions, move forward. Take precautions, move forward. We'll put it on a (laughs) t-shirt. I think it'll be super popular. Take precautions, (laughs) Move forward. I mean, I think that's going to go on my next like Bliss Project hats because yeah. that's going to be a sellout. It's not, you guys. It's not going to be a sellout. And it's a terrible mantra to put on a t-shirt. <laughs> Don't do that. Safety first. Go get your goals. <laughs> go, go achieve them. Go achieve some goals that you have. I would actually love if you did shirts like that this year. I would totally wear them. Go achieve some goals that you have. <laughs> I would love that. I'm dying because <laughs> it would be the most hilarious shirt because people would be like, is what? That's serious? <laughs> I'd be like, I speak in sentences, <laughs> all right? None of this cutesy, fruitsy stuff. No. Ugh. Arg. All right. So 
Any parting words? Um, just get out there, Lori. What are your you know parting what? words? Get out there, take precautions, and move forward. Yeah. Have the best day. Have the best day of your life. Bye, guys. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community. And everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, Not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. 
They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it's just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers use this and now their smart ai platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com that's k-a-j-a-b-i.com want to know a huge secret to my success Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori.